on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Crossplay Episode 1. It we is made Saturday, it. October Wee. 19th, 2019, and we are super excited to be here. Yeah. I, wish I, had, I wish I had like a noise blower, like... Right. Yeah, that works. This is our brand new podcast where we get together and talk about all the video game goodness we can handle each and every week right here on the whatnots.com. And coming up on today's show, Fortnite is back and is now Fortnite Chapter 2. There are some new game announcements coming from Riot, and Saber Interactive has also bought a brand new studio. Uh, so all that and more coming up in just a bit. But for now, my name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Mick. Hello. And Ignacio. Hey there. How are you guys? You we, we're, uh, good. We're yeah, we're I, we're getting excited. started on 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 this brand new podcast here. You guys have have never podcasted b- before before, except in like the past month. While we've been testing this and stuff, how how are you feeling right now? Uh, well, for me, it's yeah, it's my first like podcast, podcast, not the test, and I'm a bit excited, nervous. Sure. Well, yeah, let's see what we can do. Nerves is always a good thing, Mick. What about you? Yeah, about the same. I mean, I did a one-off podcast. Um, it was best friends talk funny. Mm-hmm. Done by Kyle Stevenson, who's a New York best friend, and that is nothing like this. So I'm really excited to be a part of a continuously running show. Sweet. And there's some nerves, but I think after doing all the tests and doing some other ones, like with him and one time with Mr. Gazman, those initial nerves have kind of worn off a little bit. But now it's just excitement. Sounds hmm. good. Sounds good. I've 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 been podcasting for the past four years, and I'm still nervous. So there is nerves all around. Um, but real fast, off the top, I, I did not write this down in our show notes. Uh, Mick, what is your favorite video g- g- game of all time? Um, so my favorite game is, you know when you walk away, you don't hear me say, please, oh baby, don't go? <laughs> yeah, it's that one. Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Love me some Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. There you go. Ignacio, what It's my sanctuary. <laughs> okay, so some of you might know that I'm a very big Dragon Ball fan, so it wouldn't be a surprise to say my favorite video game of all time is Dragon Ball C Budokai Tenkaichi 3, specifically the Wii version. Interesting. Okay. That's my, yeah, that's my Not favorite Not Budokai game. 3? No, Tenkaichi 3. Tenkaichi okay. is much better than Budokai, in I... my opinion. I know I had some of the Budokai g- 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 games, and I think I had one of the Tenkaichi games, but that was on PlayStation 2. Yeah. I don't those... remember exactly which one was which. Yeah, I just remember uh, playing Budokai yeah. 3, unlocking like all the characters, like including the GT ones, mm-hmm. who were really hidden away. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. I had a touch the other ones. Well, yeah, Mick, but that's my, I... my favorite game. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's my favorite game, but as I'm, for me to say uh, what's the game I consider the best game of all time, I would say The Last of Us. The Last of Us. Interesting. Well, Mick, I have to second you. Kingdom Hearts 1 is my favorite game of all time. Uh, it is mainly for nostalgia reasons, mm-hmm. but, but still, I love it too. 
to death. Uh, but so let's one move over on two. from that. I think I think in the next coming weeks, I'm going to be asking you guys just off the top here some like get to know you stuff. So it's not all yeah. pa- packed See, in just one one thing, right? Kingdom Hearts is my favorite series, but Kingdom Hearts 2 is my all-time favorite game. Okay. Um, and Good it's actually know. the one that got me into my love of Disney mm. as I'm eating Disney gummies and playing on my <laughs> Disney-themed Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I love Disney. Sounds good. Wow. You were just at Disneyland. I was this week. You went to the Star Wars experience. I went to Galaxy's Edge with the friends. Ate at the cantina. We went to a Halloween event where, so for jealous. like the very few times out of the year, they bring out the Kingdom Hearts costumes for Donald and Goofy. Oh. And I got a photo shoot with uh, Kingsguard Goofy, hmm. and it made my whole week. And you know what still didn't happen? Donald didn't heal you. <laughs> he actually left just before I got to the front of the line. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, that sounds so cool. Let's get into what we've been playing this week. Uh, and then shortly after that, we will do some housekeeping and then get into the news. All right. Ignacio. Yeah. What have you been up to? Up to? Okay, so I've been playing a couple of games. I finally finished Link's Awakening. Let's same here. Have, have like a week ago. Nice. Uh, I have to say, well, first of all, the game is great, very entertaining. I loved all, all, I loved it all the way through. And I have to say, I don't get why people complain about some of the later dungeons. I never had any problems. There was, some... I think it was the sixth one that I had issues with. The sixth one in the very last boss rush dungeon, I had yeah some problems with, but that's really about it. Yeah, yeah there's, I, I, there's I, some that has the like, oh, you need to fall down this specific hole into you know a certain room, and then you can do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, it's just yeah. there's, there's not. I much think that would be like dungeon seven, and you. yeah, to be honest, I kind of fell by accident to most parts in that dungeon, <laughs> so that's why it wasn't hard for me. I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. But yeah, overall, it's a great game. I highly recommend it. Especially if you like that type of games, puzzles, adventures. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Would, it, would, would you want them to continue using that style or uh, some uh, other Zelda? Okay, so game? the other only Zelda games I've played, to completion at least, uh, have been this one and uh, Breath of the Wild. So I... Okay. Wouldn't be able to say, I don't know. I, I want the Oracles games. Uh, I, to me, anything would work. See, I think they should take that style and make a new one. A brand yeah. new Zelda. Yeah, yeah, just like, hey, here's our mm-hmm. next installment of the 2D Zelda. Yeah, well, the games. company that developed this uh, port has also done other Zelda games, other Zelda ports. Well, so they did the 3D ones for a while, right? Yeah, yeah they did Ocarina 3D and Majora's 3D. The 3DS so, ones. Okay. Yeah, so it would be interesting to see them have their own original Zelda game. Sure. Since they have worked with uh, that whole franchise already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can see them doing a, like, making a combination of Seasons and Ages as the last step before they make their own game. Because I feel like that game's kind of been lost to time a little bit. No pun so, intended. 
<laughs> have you played either of those games? I played Seasons and my played along with my friend who played Ages, but we didn't get too far because I was probably four or five at the time. But would it work combining both of them? Because I don't, I don't know what the differences are. Well, it could be two in one cartridge with mm -hmm. that secret third act being an unlockable thing instead of you need no. the code to beat both and then going to that part. Yeah. So, I, I could see them doing both of them, selling them separately, kind of like Pokemon. Have yeah. Versions. Yeah, it's a very Nintendo thing to do. Mm-hmm. So other than that, I well, speaking of Zelda, I not started, I continued Ocarina of Time 3D. I had already started it a while ago, but I had stopped. But since finishing Link's Awakening, I had a like I wanted to keep playing more Zelda games. Since like I, I said I had only beaten Breath of the Wild. And right now I'm also enjoying Ocarina of Time, but so far I cannot see why People think this is one of the greatest games of all time. Maybe it's a right place, right time. But so far, it's a good game, but not that great. Yeah, I think for me, it was also one of those like right place, right time mm -hmm. type of things. Mm -hmm. I, I never actually beat the game myself. I, th I think I got up to... I don't I don't remember exactly where I got like right towards the end and then I went to a friend's house and I watched him beat the game mm. and I was like that's good enough for me I've seen yeah, it all I, I got to the spirits dungeon when I played on the 3ds which is my mm -hmm. first time playing it and there was just one part that kept on annoying me so I just I had a great time up until that point but then after that I just had to put it down and walk away yeah which is a mm -hmm. shame but I'd like to get back to it eventually and see how it all ends for myself. Yeah. And not that's, just through cutscenes. That's the first watching people 3D Zelda, right? Yes. I believe it's, yeah. Yeah. It I, I think that might be part of it too, right? Like the same yeah. way that people were so wowed by Super Mario 64. It's like, holy mm -hmm. shit, it's in 3D. I can <laughs> run around. I can jump. I can do this. I can do that. You know? Well, it's very similar to like what Final Fantasy VII was when they yeah. jumped from the SNES to PlayStation 1 right. and went from just a pixel art to um, just uh, having polygonal art instead and just mm -hmm. having that be huge jump and so much uh, meaning to the people who played at the time because it was a brand new, unique, very shiny coat of paint the way you'd never seen it before, especially with combat. And yeah. even from like nine to ten, where they included much more huge world and voice acting, like those big jumps really mean a lot to the fans playing mm -hmm. those games. Mm -hmm. yep. What else have you been up to, Ignacio? I uh, other game I tried, I didn't play much. Was Eleanor VR cases? I don't know. Has any of you played either regular Eleanor or the VR one? I have not, and I also I did played... not know you had the some VR thing. Yeah, I have the PSVR. Oh, okay. Cool. I played VR back when it released on the PlayStation 3. VR or Eleanor? Eleanor, but okay. I've seen a lot of the videos of people messing around in VR cases, and it looks so funny yeah. with what you can do with the physics. Okay, so <laughs> from what I played, VR cases is basically Eleanor 
maybe it's complete, I don't know, but I, of what I played, it is missing some bits, some parts. Uh, so, uh, let me see, the controls weren't that good, like, there are parts in the game where you have to get into cover and shoot other people, and that didn't control very well. Walking, I think, is not that great either. The only thing I, I did enjoy of the gameplay was they sometimes give you the option, the uh, opportunity to punch people, and that felt really good. And otherwise, it's yeah, it's basically the LNR games, except for uh, some parts here and there. Interesting. Yeah. And lastly, I played a bit of Fortnite Chapter 2. Didn't play much. Like okay. a match or two. I don't know. Uh, Mick, I know you've been playing I, I jumped into it head first, and I think it finally clicked for me. I played it. Yet. I never really played it on PC. Um, I played it when it first came out on the Switch, back mm. when it came out during E3. I think it was last year, and yeah, twenty eighteen. Actually, maybe twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah, was it twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Okay, no, the Switch was last year. Okay, but yeah, I played a little bit then. It was fun, but now with Chapter Two, it was a nice reset, and I am loving it so far. I'm already level 12 on the battle pass and finished the first two missions. Look at you go. So, <laughs> I, I mean, with the traveling and just unpacking, it's been a great game just to pick up and play a match or two. Just try and do the best I can. And it's just been so much fun. I get why people complain about the building, but I feel like they've added so much more variety with this version, this chapter two that the building doesn't nearly have as much of an impact as it did before. It's still there. It's still main feature. But there's so many other ways you can get kills, find weapons, and survive that it's, it just feels like a fresh new game, kind of. Hmm. It yeah, feels like I, a really good sequel. How, how would you guys say the onboarding is? Like, I, I played maybe an hour of Fortnite when it came out in, like, I, uh, not when it came out, but I think like right around season two or season three is when mm. I played it. Uh, and it just didn't really click for me. I'm not much of a battle royale person, but if I wanted to hop back in and, tr and try it, or if, you know, some, someone new who's ne never played the game, is there some kind of tutorialization or like, hey, do this thing first to experience it or... Well, kind of uh, what they have done with uh, Chapter 2 is that everyone who starts Chapter 2 will, will first play with bots, against bots, not real people. Okay. So that's yeah. kind of like the generalization of the game. So you you have like more chances of exploring or trying to figure out crafting or upgrading your weapons or getting a feel for the map. But other sense. than that... Yeah, it's not that much of a tutorial. And it, it's pretty cool the way it starts, you too, because there's no yeah. menu screen when you first boot it up. There, It shows that cutscene of the world being blown up, sucked into a black hole, and then it just pops back in, and you're on the battle bus. It plays that first trailer, then you're on the battle bus going into the map, and you just hop off as a generic character, and that's how it starts the first mm -hmm. match. 
That's sweet. So it really just throws you right in there just so you can get your feet wet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Uh, Mick, you have also been playing Link's Awakening, I see. Yeah, I beat it. I think it was last week. It was a fun time. I'm glad I played it. But I don't think I'm going to go any further than just beating it. I'm not going to try and 100% it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to try and do all the puzzle dungeons. I... Made it the extra red and blue dungeon, color dungeon, but that's about it. See, I n- never found those ones, but I got the 40 shells so I could get the, the, the stronger sword. Okay. Yeah, I got about it. I, I found the color dungeon very early on, and I got the red tunic, which increases your damage. Yeah. Nice. So it kind of had that similar impact where everything was a little bit easier. Like everything just died a little bit easier than normal. Okay. Yeah, like instead of two hits, one it's one hit. Yeah. Sounds good. But besides that, I've been playing a lot of stuff on my Switch and also hopping back into an old game that I've been playing ever since middle school. Like I've been trying out Nino Kuni One, which came out on the Switch. Um, How is I'm that? Because s- I I've, I've wanted to play that get- for a long time, but I've I've just it's I missed the boat. So what is Nino Kuni? It's, those who don't know. It is a game made by um, Bandai Namco, I think, but it's also designed by Studio Ghibli. It's those ones who've done Howl's Moving Castle, Princess Mononoke, um, right. those kinds of movies. So it has that art style, it's that similar story, and you're just a little kid who um, is the pure one, not like Tim Gettys, but he's just like <laughs> the pure of heart who's supposed to save these two worlds that are tied together by souls. It plays with soulmates, and then one day, your mother dies saving you, but you find out that she's still alive in this other world, and so you just go headfirst into this adventure trying to save your mother. But you learn that there's these spirits that come along in your party, which you normally fight with. You gain party members, and it... I got into a point six or seven hours in, and it added the, like, Pokemon mechanic. Weird. Where... Yeah, I've heard that one. Yeah, and now it's getting really complex with the combat because you have, you have three spirits in your party, but each party member, so there's like the main parties, which is your guy, I just got a girl who joined my party, and you each have three spirits, and you can control one person, and the other person just does whatever they want, but you can tell them, heal me, focus on this target, go all out, don't use any abilities, you can specify like that, you can run around, pick up orbs, and then like the Pokemon mechanic, it showed me that you can evolve them slowly over time by leveling them up, giving them stat boosts, and changing their armor out, changing their abilities out, and then you get special items that can evolve them to be a little more powerful. But okay. from what I've read and heard, like the tutorial is like 60 hours long, so oh, I'm so nowhere nice. near the end of the tutorial, but it doesn't feel like a tutorial. They teach you a <laughs> lot of stuff and complex <laughs> mechanics, but it's been going pretty fluidly that it's not overloading you. Okay. But I th- I think it's perfect on the Switch, to be honest. It's on my 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 list of ones that like one day I will go mm-hmm. back to that yeah. game. Yeah, same for me. Play yeah, it. I don't think I don't think I'm gonna put this one down. Hopefully word, not. Word on the street is that in Nino Kuni two, Higgledies are lit. So Eagledies. What's a Higgledies? Right. 
<laughs> Good to go, know. Go ask uh, Jonathan D- 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 Dorn Bush and Barrett C- C- Courtney uh, <laughs> uh, 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 about <laughs> that one. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. But yeah, other than Nino Cooney, I've been playing a lot of World of Warcraft. Getting back into that. Um, so the even, uh, the other the new version. What's it called? Yeah, the re- the retail version. I'm not playing playing classic. I'm playing the live version. Oh, okay. So they announced that the new patch, um, it's gonna deal with something called an old god, which I love the lore of World of Warcraft and the Warcraft universe. I think it's so complex and diverse that it's the game is basically a story to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't really stop playing it because I just want to keep knowing what happens next to the story. I even have characters on Alliance and the Horde, and this new patch is going to deal with something that's been going on since basically the beginning of the Warcraft universe. And to give you guys some context about what's going to happen, there's these things called Old Gods. They were around nearly since the beginning of time. Basically, yeah, they're based off um, Lovecraftian lore. Okay. And they were... So there's these planets that have world souls in them, but if they are corrupted enough, they could basically destroy the whole universe. <laughs> and these old gods are sent by beings called the Void Lords to corrupt these world souls. And then these other beings called Titans, which are basically our gods, like a pantheon, the Greek pantheon show up. They try and kill them. They realize that they are so intertwined with these worlds that destroying them would destroy the world. So they imprison them. But in a recent patch, one got freed by us trying to stop this other villain who showed up. And mm-hmm. now we're about to see the ramifications of them being freed. And mm-hmm. it's going to deal with this huge, huge city that you're exploring in a raid with 12 bosses. It's going to be an amazing final patch raid. And I can't wait to see what happens next. Sounds cool. Mm-hmm. There you go. And that's really about it for me. Now, I, I see you wrote down here where cards fall. Wouldn't ask oh. about that one because I was playing that one um, on, on Apple Arcade and I loved it. Yeah, I'm still playing it from time to time on Apple Arcade. I think I got to the second set of cards because I guess it's 13 levels per set. And I'm about halfway through that one. It's fun. Some puzzles are a little challenging now. Yeah, but to ramp up the difficulty as things keep going. Yeah, and it's still a game that I'll pick up, maybe do a puzzle or two here and there, and then put back down. Yeah, but definitely not nearly as invested as some other Apple Arcade games that I was in. Okay, sounds Mm -hmm. good. Well, speaking of Apple Arcade, I beat Sayonara Wild Hearts. What Mm -hmm. did you think about it on the phone? Uh, I actually did not play it on the phone. I played it on okay. my Mac. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I I waited until the update for Catalina came in because then it was like, hey, now you can do Apple Arcade stuff on your Mac and you can hook up a PS4 controller and stuff like that. Um, so that I, I, I was saving Sayonara Wild Hearts for that so I could... Uh, you know, do it on a bigger screen with headphones and a controller and stuff like that. Um, and I love, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I I thought it 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 had a lot of g- great a- 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 energy 
The mechanics were were pretty simple. I I I liked him for the most part. I think my only complaint is that now that I've beaten it, I I don't really feel like I have a good enough reason to go back to it. And because of that, it makes me look at some of the mechanics like, oh, that was only really in that one level. I wish there was more of it. And like, it's it's kind of like this interactive pop album, I think is how they're describing it. And I, like, I like that setup, but I'm wondering how something like DLC might work or if that's in the pipeline because I would like more of this content so I can go back in and be like oh there was that one with the snapping that I want to you know do more of that but it was only in that one thing and it's just like you have some great mechanics and it you, you know it's just on that one horse so in 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 that sense it's 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 like a good arcadey type of giggy game that you can beat in like two hours ish if that right mm. um, yeah i've seen it's very short but i liked it a lot the sound track is fantastic and i did not know until the end credits that it is narrated by queen latifah yeah i've heard mm-hmm. it too. <laughs> mm-hmm. so i yeah. was like oh i didn't know <laughs> that that's what she's been up to these days so there you go. I I definitely recommend that uh, and the sound track, which I know you guys can go get on like Spotify and stuff like that. So how does it control with a controller? Does it feel uh, right? Yeah, or... it it feels fantastic. I mean, it's it's pretty like the the mechanics are pretty simple. It's basically moving forward at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, kind of like an endless run. Kind of, yeah. And then yeah. you move from side to side. So that's basically it. And then I think there's like one or two times where you have to like hit the X button um, mm. to, to do certain things. But that's basically it. So I use the D-pad and yeah, like it it, it, it worked fine. I, I had no complaints at all. Yeah, I that. asked because I, I did try it for a bit on, on the iPhone and doesn't control very well. Oh, yeah. No, I... I think that ruined my experience for the game playing it on the iPhone. Yeah, it well, did I, not feel one to one movement. Mm-hmm. I I think now you can hook up the controllers to your iPhone. Yeah, you can as well. You um, can, but it's but still something I would be like, hey, go <laughs> go play it on a TV or a, a big computer computer screen mm-hmm. and pump the volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah soundtrack's it's, it's, awesome. It's some good tunes. I, I, I love the soundtrack. I actually got the record for it from uh, I Am oh, 8 did? And I can't wait to listen to it. Oh, I'm jealous. It looks so good. Do you have a record player? No, but I'm going to get one soon. <laughs> you bought it. I you have... don't even have a record player. <laughs> hey, I did the same thing for Cuphead. <laughs> you, you have the one for Cuphead, too? Yeah. I can't. So I'm you... getting the record player just to listen to those albums. Yeah, so you haven't listened to that either. That's... No. <laughs> Listen, I don't have a problem, guys. <laughs> no, honestly, sure. I can relate, though. Uh, so, bit of a side note, I don't have a driver's license. Oh. And at one point in my life, I bought myself a car. Why? 
as motivation to get my Why? driver's license and it i it, <laughs> it just it sat there okay but <laughs> a record player is much cheaper than a car yeah <laughs> yeah i i i bought this old muscle car uh it was like three thousand dollars it was like oh, I, I was like oh it's gonna be great I'm, I'm gonna get all the little ladies in that car and then it just sat there and it didn't do a thing and and all of that stuff so do you still have it uh no i i okay. i don't uh long story 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 short i ended up having to junk it which was a oh. horrible time in my life uh and and i cried many many tears Mm. Uh, but let's see back to the games I also jumped back into Persona 5 uh, yes. I've been slowly making my way through that one I'm on the third palace right now the bank one okay and yeah, gotten... still a tutorial it, I sure <laughs> yeah the whole game <laughs> is one big tutorial, tutorial. <laughs> right I, um, I, I've, I got all the way to the boss fight and I fought him once and died and I haven't gone back in yet. I was just like, I'm going to see what I need to do with this one. Um, that so boss I'm, is a little tough. Yeah, I, it did the thing where he, he, he was on some like giant pig because it's a piggy bank thing and I didn't know yeah, that, I could, that I could also attack him. Like I was only attacking the piggy bank, and then he's heading there on t on on top of it, and I didn't know you could at at attack him with that one. Yeah, and I read uh, that after I died, so I was like, "All right, next time." Ignacio, do you know what Persona is? Have you ever played a Persona game? Uh, first of all, no, I, I haven't. I kind of <laughs> okay. know something about Persona. I know that Joker is part of Persona Five. Yes. I know yes. that's a cat, that's a man. And I also know that you can have side jobs like delivering mail and stuff like that. Other yes. than that, but nothing. to give you more context about what we're talking about, the, you, the part of the game that is combat-focused are these palaces where these really evil or dark people basically spawn a world inside their heart. Mm. And you're going in to stop that and make and change their mind about what they're doing in life. Okay. And this one guy is a greedy gang lord who only cares about money, and he basically creates a world inside his heart that's a big bank. Mm -hmm. And the place where he keeps all of his money in his heart is a huge, huge piggy bank. And he uses that to fight. Okay. <laughs> it's weird as hell. You, you just have to play <laughs> to really understand it. Uh, but it's so much fun. I have 100 hours. A hundred hours yeah. won't even cover it. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> I wouldn't even take. I platinum that game, and it took so long, oh, but it was worth it. I, I think right now I'm like fifty hours in, fifty five ish, something. And like that. To me, you're at like one of the worst palaces, but it gets better and better. Yeah, it's. I I I think for me, I I don't feel like the story has grabbed me yet. Mm -hmm. But yep. I like it enough to keep playing, and I I I think it has a fairly good system in the sense that there are these big d -d 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 dungeons that you can ex ex explore, um, and you you can kind of do like do that mm -hmm. dungeon and the like time p 
period it gives you to ex- to explore it in a weekend ish mm-hmm. like that that's what you need so i'll just like yeah every every now now and then i'm like i'm just gonna spend the weekend playing persona 5 and i'll do one of the dungeons and stuff mm. there so that's been fun uh let's see i also jumped back into the last of us uh since that came out on ps plus uh i grabbed that and the girl that i like has been watching me play that i'm like this game is so amazing and she's like well you should show me and i was like sure let's do it um and that's what we've been doing from time to time i think right now we are let's see we just we just got the car from the guy i i forget his his name i think his name was ed i don't remember uh, but we just got the car and we left and we got in the uh, trap. There was like, hey, you guys should go this way and oh, help yeah. us because blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where we're at right now. And we j- just got inside their territory. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying that game. I, 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 it does not play as well as I remember it. There, there's really? still some clunky p- parts, um, mm. but it, yeah, it's 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 not bad. It's I mean it's it's kind of one of those things of it's it's an action, uh, like an adventure type of game. They all have like their own mechanics, right? Like you have to get used to the way Spider-Man PS4 controls compared to. Uh, God of War or Gears mm. of War and stuff like that, right? So uh, this page. is the the first time you finished. Have you finished the game before? Yes. Yeah. I okay. I, I I have. Uh, I played okay. it on PS3 when it originally came out, and I loved it. It is one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. Like um, I said, it's one of the greatest games of all time. Hell yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm enjoying the replay of that, uh, and then last night I bought myself a whole bunch of g- 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 games because I saw there was a Ubisoft sale on PlayStation Four. Uh, so I finally bought Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It was sixty five percent off, and I got the mm. gold editions, so what has all of the DLC and stuff like that. I bought. Uh, I bought Outer Wilds on PS4 as well. I'm excited to hop in. I started it last night, but only played for like an hour, hour and a half. So I'm not very far in. So uh, what is it about? I've heard people talk about it. Outer about Wilds it. is the, it's the time loop one. So you, you, um, it's every tw- every twenty minutes the galaxy you're on explodes or some something, uh, and then it re- re- resets. But every time it re- resets, uh, you k- keep all of the knowledge and stuff that you learned from exploring this little small galaxy. Um, so you go from planet to planet looking at the head stuff and you might you know see something in one and that uh that 
gives you some information that you can then use on another planet, um, but you might not get there in 20 minutes. So it it resets, uh, and then you can go straight to that other planet and learn something new and then use that somewhere else and stuff like that. So you only have 20 minutes, 20 minutes to do yeah. everything. Yeah. 20 minutes. Um, yeah, I think this is on Game Pass too. So everyone yes. tried it yeah. out one day. Yeah, it it was on there and I'd been wanting to play it, but I don't have an Xbox. Um, mm -hmm. So it came out on PS4 and I was like, yes, now is my chance. <laughs> um yeah, so I, I, I started that last night as well. And then I also bought Return of the Obra Dinn on Switch. Uh, yeah. So I'm excited Ooh. to start playing that. Because mm. uh, that, that sounds like it's going to be right up my alley. Ooh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but that's about it for what we've been playing this week. Let's get into a little bit of housekeeping uh, if you guys did not know, here at The Whatnots, uh, we have multiple podcasts. Uh, we have The Review Show, we have The Captain's Log, we have The Reactor Core, um, which, Mick, you were just on an episode of that with, with me. Uh, you and I covered El Camino, and we did a spoiler cast for that. That was a lot of fun. Um. You guys can find all of our podcasts on our website, thewhatnots.com, or on your podcasting platform of choice. As far as this show as far as this show goes, right now we are on iTunes, and everything has been submitted for Spotify and Google Play. So within in within the next couple days, those should be showing up very soon here so be on the lookout for that um and if you like what we do on this show or any of the uh, other ones we have patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us uh one dollar a month gets gets you all of our episodes early our three dollar tier gets you all kinds of exclusive content uh, we have a brand new members-only section at thewhatnots.com slash members. You guys can see what we have up there. Uh, we, we put our first three test episodes up of cross-play. So if you want to hear us testing things out uh, and figuring out how all of our stuff works, uh, those are up there for you guys to check out. Uh, big thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, but especially thank you uh, to those at our $5 tier, Sam and Christine. Uh, big thanks for you guys uh, keeping our mics on, keeping our uh, our podcasts going, focusing us on the content. Shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out. Exactly. Cool. That's about all the housekeeping we have for now. Mick, do you want to uh, take us away with the news? Yeah. So we talked about a little bit of Fortnite earlier and talked about how they kind of hit the reset button on it. But with that reset, they added new things to the game. And they've added, you can now carry players. 
it's not just your own party, but you can carry any player who's downed. Uh, there's support bazookas, which I found, and it's really cool. It heals you about 15 health damage every time you shoot it, and it recharges. So there is oh, cool. unlimited ammo. It just takes time to recharge. There is now swimming and fishing, and the fishing spots, you'll find little jumping fish here and there, and you can fish up pretty good guns from them, and also fish that can okay. heal your shield and your, cell and your health. There's also boats that the last game I played, there was somebody who was just driving a boat across the land. I'm on a it was boat. really funny. I was just looking around, seeing the map closing it, and this guy was just drove right by me on a boat. <laughs> on, on, on land? On land. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And there's also been some UI updates. Um, and I've heard some really funny things about some of these new abilities, like especially the carrying players part, because you can just carry them wherever. And yeah, like... It's not just your party members, too. If you, you can just oh. pick up someone random, can can they do stuff while they are being carried? Like, can they heal themselves? Can they shoot? Like, what what's the deal? Or I, can you just pick someone up and be like, ha, now you can't do a thing, bitch. <laughs> I don't know mm. if they can shoot, but because it's basically you're in a down state. And normally you're just crawling around. Either somebody's about to kill you or right. you're waiting for a yeah. teammate to come pick you up. So it's like that, but now you can carry your a teammate to safety so you can heal them faster and get them out of harm's way. Or you can carry an enemy away from their teammates and you can throw them off a cliff if you want to. <laughs> or have somebody build a structure and you can just carry them on top of the structure that they just bleed to death up there. That's so mm -hmm. funny. Yeah. But then, so, so then there's this new bazooka that shoots bandages. There's, there's not... Fortnite doesn't really do classes no 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 so it's all about the weapons you find and this weapon is also special because it takes up two inventory slots okay wow. so it takes up a little bit more space but you also have a gun that can always heal you mm. okay so you can heal yourself i found out that you can yeah you just aim it at the ground and just right at your feet and it'll heal you Got interesting it. So I've been playing a lot of solos, and this has been really fun to find, especially when I'm like at half health and bandages don't work, and I don't have the med kit. So I just and I run across a bandage bazooka, and I just start shooting at the ground on my feet, mm. and then just carry it around. Maybe switch it out here uh, occasionally for another weapon that I find on the ground, and then just like stay near it just in case. This seems like it would lengthen matches. It's yeah. very rare to find. Mm. Also, you already have bandages and medkits, so... Yeah, it's, it's there. It's just, like it's just another... More. It's a one more thing. And also, again, it takes up two inventory slots, so it's not that encouraging to keep. Mm, because sure. instead of being able to carry bandages or medkit or even some uh, glug that can heal your shields, you only have this. And it's also less weapons you can carry, too. Yeah. So it has a good give and take. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Now you... I also am completely baffled by the fishing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I, so, I, <laughs> it's, I don't. It's a really funny mechanic. No, why you just in there? It's so weird to me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's like you'll just find a random fishing rod. You'll you'll find them in chests. Yeah, you have and, to find the fishing rods. Yeah, you find it's not a part of your normal kit. You just find mm -hmm. a fishing rod, takes up an inventory spot. But then you just find, you can fish normal waters, or you can find special splashing fish areas. 
That's and wild. throw your rod in there, and you'll pick up a weapon or the special fish. Or a tin can, which is <laughs> the only thing I've picked up. I have not gotten a tin can yet. Really? I didn't, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, Ignacio, so apparently... Maybe you just suck at fishing. <laughs> <laughs> so They're trying to get you to not play it. Yeah, you, you can pick up tin cans, and you can use those against other people, but I don't think they're <laughs> very useful. You can throw it at them. I don't think they That's do much funny. damage. Yeah. Imagine but, getting killed by a tin can. Oh, uh, yeah. So <laughs> I could see that being a mission. Have you tried using the fishing rod against other people? No, I have not. I didn't even oh, know you could be use really that. Funny if you could be like on top of a tower and like fish and hooks hook a character up and reel yeah. them in. <laughs> I'm tempted to see like, especially if it's playing solos, you'll see people build huge towers. Yeah, I wonder if you could throw your rod on top of it and yank them down and kill them by fall damage. Oh, mm, that would be cool. I okay. want to try that now. Grappling yeah. hook type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder. Oh, so many possibilities. I want to see what you can use with the fishing right now besides just fishing. Yeah. So also another thing that they added, it's upgrading your own weapons. Yes. So in Fortnite, you every weapon has a color, either gray, green, blue, so on, which indicates how strong your weapon is. So before, you had to find these rare weapons across the world, but now you can find, for example, a green weapon, and if you have enough crafting materials, and if you find a crafting table, you can upgrade it to the next level. So that's a fun thing, a cool thing that they added. But it just takes a lot of resources to upgrade anything. Like, I think yeah. from green to blue, it's 150 resources of each thing. Yeah, from blue to purple was 250 of each, I think. Which is Which, basically most of a game's worth of resources you're collecting. I don't think so, because both times I had, I really? either had close of what I needed, or I it took me not that long to get the resources. Especially if you're, if you're someone who doesn't craft, this is like a new incentive to break down other stuff. Yeah. Materials. And that's kind of what I meant earlier when I said they are changing it where they're not having as much of an emphasis on building. Mm-hmm. and I've had finished matches where I've had 600 plus wood but very little other things mm-hmm. because I've mostly just been farming trees or fences running around so seeing that there's a good way to spend it now is really cool yeah as long as you find a workbench yeah as long as you find one good stuff mm-hmm. yeah I think I might but hop in this, just this next week and give it a shot. it out and see yeah give and it let a try me- and let me know if you want to play sometime because I'm always happy to squad up. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, next thing is US tech company Analog announced Analog Pockets. And this is going to be a Game Boy-like device. There's going to be no emulation, but it's going to support Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, and other cartridges like the Sega Game Gear, SNK Neo Geo, and the Atari Lynx. It's going to have an HD display, LCD screen, and it's also going to be backlit. Thank God. <laughs> Rechargeable by USB-C and mappable buttons. So this is just going to be a modern take on those um, new devices you see here and there that yeah, are like, retro and whatever. Like, yeah, like a I retro think it's gift the company. That's a retro consoles. Okay. Amazing, just this one runs a little bit more than the others. Like it's two hundred dollars, I think. 
and doesn't yeah. come with any games. And they're saying it's no emulation, but I swear yeah, this is like a no emulation. I don't know. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Like the no. thing that legalese I think is for it about it no, is it's, like it's not it's not just like hey we else. we built something to make it kind of work like it runs these things natively. So if you yeah. still have your Game Boy cartridges or Game Boy Advance, you you can stick them in there and and they work. Yeah, as long as the battery's still alive. Yeah, I uh, don't think you need a battery t- for to play a game. You well, only need a battery this, to. It's the, for saving. To save. that, yeah, yeah. So as long as yeah, like be- the battery's alive, you're like in your old Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah. But this is such a cool idea. And I really, really like to get one now, and maybe go to like an old retro game shop, and pick up some old games that I loved. Yeah. What about still, you guys? I still, I still have my original Game Boy. Um, Ooh. Ooh. It's sitting on the shelf. Is it right the white me. one? With it's purple? yellow, the big fat oh, okay. yellow one. Um, but is it a Game Boy or Game Boy Color? Game Boy. Um, Was it the Pikachu one? I I I also have a Game Boy Color that is the Pokemon yeah. one, and that's the okay. Pikachu one, and it's yellow on the front and blue on the back. Ooh, um, I have that one. I I also have a uh, Game Boy Advance, and I have a Game Boy Advance SP uh, and stuff like that. But that's like one of the proud. Like I still have my Game Boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I like I I have some, I I like the idea of this, and I'm wondering if this takes off. If we will see some kind of thing where people will start to make new games mm. for it. Yeah, yeah, I think it said that there's an SD slot on it. Yeah, so you could possibly like people can make 16-bit games. You might be able to download games from. Uh, Newgrounds or some other store, uh, online game stores that have 16-bit versions, just play them on here for fun. Yeah, I, that's I think why that I, would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I was saying, wink, wink. I meant this part that they said, no, no we don't emulation. let any ROMs. We don't let it play uh, ROMs, yeah. but we that. also have an SD slot. Yeah, so, it's definitely a legalese yeah. mention. Because they would get sued to hell by Nintendo if they said, yeah. oh yeah, emulate any game you want on here. But Yeah, they say, no, we don't accept emulations, but we also have an SD card, which wouldn't work for anything else. Why do we have an SD slot? You decide. Yeah, yeah you decide. <laughs> knows? One thing else that uh, I think is neat with this is it also has an onboard digital audio workstation called Nano mm-hmm. Loop. Uh, so if you like to make if you like to make music uh, and if you're into like chip tunes and stuff like that, uh, you, you can make it with this. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think that's fantastic. They're not only thinking about like Oh, how can we play these old g- 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 games? But it's like, how how can we make a modern d- d- device that can play all of that stuff? You can sample stuff. You can do all sorts of ridiculously fun stuff. Because this thing looks sleek. It looks really neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks mm-hmm. really good. It's so retro that I want to pick it up just for that reason. 
just to have yeah. like a Game Boy like game game device again. Yeah, for me, I on one hand I like this device because it does seem like it's doing everything right. No emulation, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, all these other games. It's doing everything right. But on the other hand, I kind of would prefer to get the original consoles. That's a personal thing for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, you and know also what? it's expensive. I'm wondering if there's a thing for a link cable. If we mm-hmm. What if we wanted what if, to trade Pokemon? Well, what if there's like a Bluetooth device? Or it has the USB-C, so that could also be used for that. Yeah. I guess. Either USB-C or it just has Bluetooth connections to each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works, because I don't know if that's somehow programmed into the yeah. game. That's somehow. the other weird... Yeah, that's, that would be the problem, because if it's I don't know doing no is. emulation, it means it's it has the, the all the board of the original consoles inside of it. So it would be maybe a bit difficult to implement like a workaround for, I don't know, where the link cable would go, have it go to a Bluetooth receiver. So that, I think, would make it not be Bluetooth compatible. Hmm. Hmm. We'll see. This might, yeah, this might be something that they might mention down the line when they get closer to release. Or some people might find workarounds for this using that SD slot. Yeah, <laughs> some way to program it into the game into the device. Yeah. Um, next thing on the docket is Riot Games has announced a lot of titles, making them now known as Riot Games instead of Riot yeah, Game. Not Riot Game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so this is people who made play that Riot Game. <laughs> <laughs> so this is people who made League of Legends, and they haven't made anything else. So, have you guys ever played League of Legends? I am Dino. not a leaguer. I tried the tutorial, and it's not a game for me. I played a ton of this in college. My friends and I were all about the League of Salt. Yeah, my and... friends also played it a lot. Even people that I wouldn't normally like see playing games mm-hmm. would play a lot of, of League of Legends. So, a lot of people played the game. Like, I think yeah. This was a game that kind of took a lot of people by storm and became very popular, oh, kind of like yeah. Fortnite did before. But this is, they're expanding it so much that it's cool to see that they're really embracing the property more with like their new card game similar to Hearthstone called Rune Terra. It's free to play and there's going to be no surprise mechanics, no card packs. You are going to pick the card you want to get with either real world money or in game currency. And that's coming to PC and mobile. Then they're adapting League of Legends to Wild Rift, which is made from the ground up for consoles and mobile, which I would love to try and play on the Switch when it comes mm. out in 2020. Um, then they have a couple projects, like Project A, L, and F, which Project A is a character-based shooter, kind of like Overwatch or Rainbow Six Siege, but they're going to talk about that more. They have a fighting game, which they've showed off a little bit with some of their uh, champions fighting against each other, which is funny because Overwatch had something similar to it in their uh, in one of the maps, but based off Peers of the Storm. So it's funny that they're actually making a game for League of Legends. Interesting. And then they have Project F, which is 
kind of like a Diablo-like game where you're exploring the possibilities of traversing the world of Ruterra. Could also might be an MMO type possibility, exploring that world, world of League of Legends. Um, an esports manager coming out with a new esports season, and then they also Wait, have so, a. Sorry, so I, what does it mean an esports manager? So it sounds like it's going to be there's like a football or soccer manager where you're kind okay. of like managing a team. Okay, so it's like that. Yeah, either that or it's going to be like a fantasy league game. Mm. Kind of like fantasy football. Yeah. yeah, you manage your own team and stuff like that. You have to uh, to help pick the players and sign the contracts and wipe their butts and do all <laughs> all of that stuff. So, <laughs> so do any of these games interest you guys at all? Not really, because okay, so we have a Overwatch like game, a fighting game, Diablo like game. And a manager game. Not really, no. None of those types are my type. Yeah, I'm I'm hesitant. I'm not much of an online player, uh, but I think the Project A could be interesting and Project yeah. L. That's the competitive shooter and the fighting game. I'm not too particular when it comes to to those styles i didn't pick up uh all the recent mortal Kombat or stuff like that um i tend to skip those but i i i think this is still a great move for them i just it seems strange to me that they're announcing them all at the same time yeah they went from yeah. zero to 100 very quickly yeah and it's and funny that it's happening around the same time as all the blizzard controversies yeah. So like they're trying to say, hey, we're not crummy, even though we're 100 percent owned by over here. Even <laughs> though they are 100 percent owned by Tencent. Yeah. Well, not a hundred percent. But no, I think they no, they got bought out by Tencent. Oh, they're yeah. com- they are. Completely yeah. Yeah. Bought out. I I thought they That's only owned a portion. No. Uh, no, they are, were it's a portion only. But right, Blizzard and are... Epic are yeah. portions, but Riot is 100 percent owned by Tencent. Yeah. Interesting. But oh. yeah, I'm interested in the competitive shooter. I love Siege and Overwatch, so seeing what they will do with this type of game, but it sounds it sounds like it's gonna be near future Earth, but not in Rune Terra. So it's gonna be almost like a un- new universe for them. So I'm intrigued to see what they're gonna do with that. Hmm. Sounds good. Next thing is Ikumi Nakamura. Spooky is gonna be is talking about a new sequel to Okami. Finally, um, she tweeted out when she was at Platinum Games that Okami is going to be back. We want to make Okami a sequel, and fans are looking forward to it too. You guys want to see Kami as Okami again, right? Everyone, I want to work on it too. So she did leave. Um, what she left one company recently, the company that was making yeah, it's, Ghostwire. It's yeah, Bethesda, thank you. Tango Gameworks, to be more specific. Yeah. Yeah, she was like a director there, and she left recently before, just after the announcement of Ghostwire Tokyo. After so, her big hit at E3. Yeah, where she was crowned as like the queen of E3 with her comments and how she acted on stage, her presence. Yeah. It was really funny just to change how everything is presented. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So it would be cool to see her going to Platinum Games, making those types of games, especially in Okami. Yeah, so, so I don't know if this is a for sure thing mm-hmm. yet. Um, it seems like a tweet that's just to see what the fan interest is. Yeah. So is, is she working at Platinum right now? I, I don't she's been, know if it's... She's been going to different studios recently, going around okay. meeting heads and talking to them. So maybe trying to pitch ideas or trying to see if she wants to join one company. Okay. And also, it's, it's Okami uh, Platinum game? It is a Capcom game. Yeah. Okay. And do you guys ever play Okami? No. I did not, but I that's the one you're the wolf, and it's k- kind of the yeah. Zelda-like thing, right? Yeah. Yes, you're a god that is in a wolf body trying to save the world. Hmm. And it's hmm. cute. I've been playing it on Switch a little bit, and it's a little, it's pretty fun. But I think it probably played best on the Wii when it was first released there. Mm-hmm. That's what my friends told me. Just because mm-hmm. it's like with those motion controls, it controls a little bit better. But a new comic game will be fun to see, especially made by uh, Nakamura. Yeah, if it happens, because I, I think she also mm. worked on the first one. Um, so it, it, it would be neat to see her return to that title for sure. I want to confirm that just to see if she did work on that. Go for it. Cause I, 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 I think I remember hearing stuff like that, um, back when she was announcing that, Hey, I'm leaving Tango Gameworks. Um, and, and she like did. That. that was her first game. There you go. She dined okay. the backgrounds for it. There you go. Yeah, so it, it, it'd be neat to see her be like, hey, now I have an idea for the sequel. Let's make this game. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe a 2020, 2021 announcement. So if you're playing Control on PC, turns out the new patch is forcing you to launch to the Epic Game Store. And a lot of Control players are mad or confused about it. Mm. but they've already rolled back this patch saying that it was a mistake and just to get ready um, using the Epic Games Store launcher was to validate future paid expansions only not to force people through Epic Games Store launcher so it seems like it was just a mistake some part of the coding that just didn't match up right and yeah, they've already weird, weird thing yeah and it came at such a weird time too with everybody still mad at Epic Games Store and all the exclusivity but Forcing people to use that launcher alone is really odd. Yeah, it. So I I put this one on the docket because um, yeah, one it's it's really strange, it's really unfortunate, and I think just bad thing after bad thing continues to happen to control. Mm-hmm. That game is amazing. Go play that game. It is so good, but it didn't do well commercially. Yeah. Didn't even chart anymore. Yeah. No. Which is surprising to me. Yeah. Um, and it 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 just stinks to see a game as good as this is continue to have uh problems like like this where it's like uh oh whoops it's making you use the Epic Game Store we didn't mean that uh sorry it's just yeah it 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 hurts my soul. <laughs> mm. 
Yeah, I I want to love that game too. Just there's so many technical issues when I played it, even on the One X, that yeah. it's hard to really appreciate it when you need to keep on pausing and have to sit through the, the freezing and the long yeah. loading screens. Yeah, because I I I think despite the problems it had at launch with the frame rate stuff i think this is going to come up on people's uh game of the year discussions i don't know if it will win i i I don't think so but i think it will at least be in the conversations of like hey what are the top 10 from this year i I hope people bring it up yeah there Hmm. i hope so too PC gaming, am I right? Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> PCs are meant for gaming, so don't do it. How dare you guys? That's why we have consoles. <laughs> don't you, you start that Ignacio. too, Ignacio. Yeah. I hate you guys. <laughs> um so last thing. Um, Kyle, did you put this one on the docket? I did, yes. Okay. Um Saber Interactive scoops up Big Moon Entertainment. And announced that there are two games in development. This is the studio that created World War Z, which is a pretty successful shooter based in the World War Z books and movies. Was it successful? It had a lot of hype around it. People loved it. Yeah, it may not, not have been things. a huge success, but it was still pretty fun. Mm. Did you know I, like I, it? I'd never played, so I, I don't know. If From it was what I understand... Uh, for the size of game that it, it was, it did very well, and people seemed to like it. Mm. Yeah, it yeah, definitely I, felt like a I sleeper hit. Much. So yeah, um, I I I put this one on the docket. I'm I'm not actually too familiar um, with World War Z. I have not played it myself, but I know people liked it because it's a lot like Left 4 Dead uh, is what I, yeah. I heard yeah. there, and I know people loved that. Um, but then, yeah, to see them starting to make moves of like, hey, this was enough of a success to uh, go buy another studio, uh, I believe... Well, see where were they located? Out in P- Portugal. Um, so I th- I think if I'm not mistaken, Saber also was the studio behind uh, NBA Playgrounds or the the pub publisher. I think they had they had a studio in Spain work on that one. I remember seeing that in in Let's a, see. A article. They they were behind NBA Playgrounds, Time Shift. Halo Combat Anniversary mm. in 2011, okay. Ghostbusters Remaster. There you go. Witcher Three uh, Complete Edition on the Switch, Vampire mm. on the Switch, and Shaq Fu: A Legend Reborn. <laughs> like you. There you go. So it sounds like they're they're making a lot of ports and stuff yeah. like that. And it sounds like from from their catalog, they're they're starting to make some stuff that people are buying up. So that's Good, good, good for them. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to wait and see what comes from this. Exactly. Yeah, they're not going to be labeled as Saber Porto. Saber Porto. Oh. There we go. They said the two games in development from that new studio uh, is a 
is an action is an action game set in space, and the other one is a vehicle-based game, which seems to be uh, one of the specialties of Big Moon Interactive. Now, Saber Porto. Mm. Well, congratulations to all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Hopefully, things work out with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that about wraps us up for the news for this week. Stuff like that. Um, anything else you guys think we missed? Let us know. Mm. I think one thing that we did miss was that Modern Warfare is not going to have loot boxes, but they are going to have a battle pass. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Do you, do you have something pulled up there with that? No, I just remember well, hearing about this one. And yeah, I think that's it's, the story. Yeah, it's, I don't mind the battle passes. It's I think it's better than the loot boxes because mm. you just pay once and you know what you're going to unlock. You just have to play more to unlock the better and better stuff mm. instead of throwing money at them and hoping you get the good stuff. Yeah. So, Hopefully this means that companies are starting to move away from loot boxes. Especially one by Activision. Yeah. I just hope that it's reasonably priced since you are paying for a full price game to play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh. Good um, stuff. So just one reminder, uh, we are currently out on iTunes. You guys can subscribe on that one. We are still waiting on Spotify and Google Play, but be on the lookout for that. Uh, hopefully by the time this goes public, those should already be up. Um new episodes of this show will be out every single tuesday uh so be on the lookout for that over on our website the whatnots.com uh mick where can the people find you on the internet i am everywhere as the nanobiologist or depending on the character limit da nanobiologist nanobiologist and ignacio what about you uh, so you can find me on Twitter as Ignacio Rojas B. That would be I G N A C I O R O J A S B. Or maybe sometimes you can catch me up on a Twitch chat as Ignacio underscore Rojas. There you go. Good stuff. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and we are at the Whatnots on Twitter if you guys want to get in contact with uh, 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 us. One more thing I am working on, but haven't figured out exactly yet. I am working on an email address that you guys can write in to us mm. and ask us questions or contribute to the show, stuff like that. Um, so be on the lookout for that down the road. I'm sure we will be talking about that and let you guys know what the updates are on that uh and with that i think we will get out of here uh we will be back next week for episode two we will see you then bye Adios. bye